As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldred Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Hey, do you believe in God? I know that's a pretty ridiculous question, but I had to say something really captivating. You know, it's been so long since I've done a podcast that I feel like I really needed to get your attention right off the bat. Um, so hold that thought. Uh, I used to have a friend, actually, when I was living in L.A. It was the first job I had out there. And I think I can say this, because I'm not going to reveal his last name, but his first name was Moises, which I think is Salvadorian for Moses. And uh, he was one of the most unique people. Actually, if I had to say there's one person in my entire life that I find most unique and intriguing, it was Moises. It was and is Moises. Um... That was his That was his go-to question right off the bat. So let me give you a quick example. Um, <laughs> the, when I first started working there, first of all, he didn't talk to me for like the first few days at, the, at this job. And when he finally like opened up, first of all, he was hiding like in the back room and I was eating lunch. I thought I was in there by myself and then he was he was eating his lunch too, but hiding behind some of our inventory. And... Um, I heard somebody, like, some movement, I look back, and he's crawling out of this space, and I'm like, hey, I didn't know you were there, you know? Anyway, um, I think the first question out of his mouth literally was, so, um, what is your politics and religion? I really think that was his first question. Um, obviously, I think most people say the three things you don't talk about are politics, religion, and other men's wives. So he definitely knocked out the first two right off the bat. And Moises was not, let's let's put it this way, he was not the peacock when you go out to the bars to try to attract superficial, superficial girls um, that you're hoping are DTF, right? Moises had a much greater quality um, about him that was hidden beneath the surface. Um... <laughs> on the surface, he looks much like the character on the surface of Gorilla Glue. And uh, I remember I took him out a few times um, because he didn't, you know, he had only been in one relationship his whole life. And he, you know, he, he's like, I want to learn how to have sex <laughs> outside of a relationship. Um, so I I took him out a few times and I'm like, all right, let's let's go, you know, let's let's do a couple cold um, interactions and, you know, I, I remember I saw a couple of girls sitting down at the table once. And it was me and another guy, and there was three girls. And I sat down, and I engaged in conversation, and the guys followed, right? And they sat down with them. And, you know, I'm interacting with the group or whatever. And I, I listened over because Moises, you know, had a conversation going. I, I listened, and all I heard, and it was right right in the beginning, all I heard was, um, Do you believe in God? <laughs> So I said, Moises, if you want to have sex with a girl, you do not ask her that right away, okay? Um, that comes later. Anyway, I love Moises. I think he is one of the best people that I know. In fact, um, 
he reminds me of Wally. If you have seen the movie Wally, um, Wally was one of the most functional robots in you know all of the robot the robot land of Wally, and you know newer technology was coming out that looked sexier and you know all these things and had the newest features and bells and whistles. But Wally was functional, you know, and and that girl robot that. Uh, when she first met Wally, she rejected him. Like, who is this old, outdated piece of junk? Um, but when she actually got to know the heart of Wally, she fell in love with him, if you remember. And I think that Moises reminds me of, of that. You know, on, on the surface, I think a lot of girls would naturally just reject him based on taking him for face value. But when I got to know him as a person, I realized so many different great qualities that this person had. I mean, he, he added value to my life a lot as a friend. Um, he actually came over and, like, set up all my electronics for me. Um, you know, at that time, I didn't have much money, so he, like, he, he was, like, a master of coupons. I've never seen anybody that, like, knew of all the specials and then, like, knew of every single piece of technology that, like, integrated with this piece and, like, you know, technology is changing so fast that you got to have an adapter for everything. He knew the names of everything. Even if it wasn't, like, the sexiest piece of technology, he hung up this ugly antenna in my apartment, and it was just this ugly-looking... I don't even know what it was. Um, but, uh, you know, nevertheless, it got me a couple extra channels that I didn't have to pay for, so I always appreciated that. And anyway, enough about Moises. I'm just a great guy. Uh, moving on to what's been going on. There's so many things have happened, guys. I know that um, gay marriage is legalized now, so that changes everything, right? I'm thrilled to announce that Moises and I can finally get married. I saw a quote today that everything that happens in the darkness will come to the light. I thought that that was pretty interesting and intriguing, and that'll maybe, if someone buys into that or believes that, which I, I think that's possibly true, um, then... That'll scare people <laughs> into doing the right things behind closed doors, I think, which is cool. Um, so if everything that's done in darkness is eventually brought to the light, I may as well just reveal some things about myself that you're eventually going to know at some point, right? Um, for example, I, I masturbate a lot. Uh, I started when I was in fifth grade, I think, before I even could um, produce anything. I was just shooting blanks like a cap gun. Um been doing it ever since uh what else about me i'm sure you do too um if you don't <laughs> you might want to uh, check yourself in for uh mental um health issues because <clears throat> yeah i think uh, it's mentally healthy i i don't know how it's mentally healthy to not do that let's put it that way uh, also, I send a lot of penis pics, or I've sent a lot of penis pics in my life. Uh, I feel like that's like the first thing I would say if I was ever on a late night show being interviewed as a guest. I'd be like, just so everybody knows, now that I'm kind of like getting famous, um, I just want everyone to know right off the bat before people like have expectations or like pigeonhole me as this like great person. I just want you guys to know like the deep dark truth about me. I send penis pics a lot. Um... I can't help myself. Well, I, I can't help that I want to send them. I, I don't send them 
unwarranted, which I think is the one good thing. I I have sent unwarranted by accident before, um, and I'm sure it's documented. It's it's all out in the cloud somewhere, guys. So again, if it's whatever happens in darkness, if it eventually comes to the light, then my penis pics will eventually come to the light. And to be honest, I think if they do, girls will actually really like them, and it actually might get me more girls. So. Girls don't even like penis pics in general. Um, I've been... A lot of times, um, you know, I'll, I'll ask a girl's permission and she'll just say no before she's even, she even knows the goods, you know. And it's because they're not... A tr they're not they don't get excited about them the same way that guys get excited about visual things that girls have, you know. Anyway, enough about intercourse. I just watched like, my favorite movie of all time, which is Gladiator. Um, man, what, a, what an unbelievably awesome movie. I'm not even joking right now. I know this is not funny because it's such a great movie. In fact, I've got it. I want to turn up the music right now so that you guys can hear the background music. In fact, I'm going to. I'm going to do that while I talk about it. Um, can you hear that? So, Gladiator. One of the things I like to do is rearrange letters of words to see if there's hidden meaning just because I think it's cool, you know? And, um... Gladiator, if you rearrange the letters of it, you get atrial god, which means heart. Atrial is part of the heart. And god is god, obviously, right? So atrial god is, to me, you know, basically like a warrior of just all heart, you know? And, um, I think Maximus definitely plays that character, uh, and, and, and it fits that word pretty well. The savior of Rome, you know, the light. So, the light of Rome. Anyway, um, what have I been doing lately? I'm gonna turn the music back down. I want to be Maximus, you know, the Maximus of love. Um, I think that'd be metaphorically speaking, right? Because you can't you can't be a gladiator of love going around killing people, but it's a def defender of love, the protector of love. Um there's other ways to fight other than using swords, right? There's other ways to fight. Sometimes words. Somebody once told me that words are just as powerful as swords and they're spelled with the same letters, which is maybe why I'm I pursue comedy in some way because right? Laughter is the best medicine. Comedic vigilante. Hmm? Huh? Huh? Rearrange the, the letters of my name. You get do comedy, ill healer. LOL. LMAO. Comedy lord. I mean, come on, guys. You know, just put put it together here. I told her, I, I was on a date with a girl recently, and she, um, she's a lawyer. She works downtown in the financial district, right? Really, that's where all the money goes in and out of is that area and um we were getting to know each other for the first time it was a cold blind date off okcupid and when i started to just like be on like i was just myself right and she, she i guess she she's not used to that she's not used to anyone being themselves and brutally honest about anything and she thought i was lying like she everything that i said she like looked at me really skeptical and just really like, like she thought I was playing some angle or something, and it was, 
it was kind of getting annoying, to be honest. You know, it was kind of getting annoying that every single time, like, I would say something about myself, she would look at me and twist her head like a dog when it's confused. Um, you know, I was like, you know, there's a lot of truth in humor, right? So, uh, it's not always true. And that's the, that's, that's, that's the fun part of humor is getting away sometimes with things that could be true. And that's what funny is, especially if it's ridiculous and embarrassing. Um, I, I made a joke saying, you know, I'm a comedic vigilante. And she's like, what does that mean? You know, like putting me on the spot and making me feel stupid, you know? I'm like, well, you know, laughter is the best medicine, fool. And um, I can't remember what else I said right now, but it was one of those conversations that was really awkward, and I was brutally honest with her. I told her I wanted to have intercourse, and she, you know, she kind of, like, brushed it off, you know, and um, didn't really say anything. I'm like what does that mean? So like, I kept persisting and she's like, well, you're persistent, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then come, I was like, well, are you trying, like, are you trying to be nice about saying no? Or are you, are those real objections, you know? And she's like, well, I'm not going to have sex with you. I'm like, well, you can just say that. I was like, you know, a no is easily respected, but if you dance around a no, like people are going to, Hound you. So I, I kind of feel like I taught her a lesson there, which is be honest, like be yourself, like don't dance around bullshit or you're not going to know where you stand with people and they're going to keep on bugging you about things that you don't want. Right. It's like a salesman at, an, at a kiosk or at a, at a store. Like, don't be so polite. Maybe just tell them you're not interested. I, I don't want to buy, you know, and don't be worried. That's it's their job to try and sell to you. So if you make up false objections, then don't be mad when they keep on coming at you. You kind of deserve it, to be honest. If you're not going to be honest with them, so it's a good lesson to learn. Anyway, um, what else has happened since I've been away? The Pope came to New York. He made his rounds in the United States. Um, a lot of a lot of talk going on about the Pope. A lot of different views. You know, obviously, um, regardless of your religion, though, I think it's hard to disagree with the fact that he stands for great things, right? I mean, he's really opening up the doors to other ways of thinking, other religions. I mean, he's promoting love, so obviously he is my man, right? That's what I'm all about, so I feel like the Pope, in a way, is stealing my job you know like <laughs> geez there's no need for me anymore guys the pope is uh the pope the pope's taking all my uh um my goals from me but you know what's cool is as long as that happens it doesn't matter who it's coming from so as long as uh the world hears those messages then um you know you know that's what matters so i give it up I love the Pope, um, you know, he, he really honored a lot of different religions, uh, he honored the 9-11, um, memorial, which was really beautiful to see, um, you know, I think there was even Muslim, um, uh, religions in, in uh, that were present there, which I think is important to note, because it's not being Muslim that 
is attached to 9-11, right? Like, there are so many different radicals of any religion that, you know, have done terrible things in the past. There's terrible things that the Catholic religion, that Christianity has done, um, you know, that other religions have done in the name of God, you know. But anytime you kill people, guys, you're not, you know, you're not really serving God, in my opinion, there. Um, even if you think you are. So, ask yourself, is it serving love? And a lot of people who don't believe in God, a lot of people who want to or have questions, right? I, I, a lot of people ask me questions about um, God for one reason or another. And, um, you know, it's like, well, if you don't believe in God, do you believe in love? Do you at least believe in love? And, you know... A lot of them do, or they really want to, or they're a lot closer to be, be living in love than what they have been raised to believe, believe that God is. And I tell them time and time again, if you believe in love, then you believe in God without realizing it. Um, so, um, ultimately, that's my stance on the whole thing. So, it's cool that the Pope's promoting love. Um, what else has happened? Um, been doing comedy. I was doing comedy for the last few months. Actually, it's kind of like, it's funny. When I don't feel like doing comedy, I feel like doing a podcast. And when I feel like doing comedy, it seems like I don't have time for a podcast because it's kind of two different parts of your mind. It's two different types of exercises, right? Like, you can't P90X that shit. I guess you actually can. Comedians do it all the time. What am I saying? Um... What I meant by that is you can't just do the both at the same time, but you really can. I just, I was I was pursuing hardcore for a bit, and I was able to extract a couple gems, you know, a couple new jokes here and there that I thought were good, and but I just kind of temporarily got burnt out. I reached a a temporary, not peak, but just I built up a little bit, and I I either feel like taking a break or retiring altogether, one of the two, and I don't know what it is, but. Time will tell. In the meantime, I've been making some money lately doing Airbnb, which is fun. So that's been <laughs> that's been something. I've been uh, running out my place. Um, what have I done? Um, you know, people. It's it's really awesome. I got my own business now. Um, I just rent out my bedroom. I have a one bedroom apartment in Times Square, so there's people from all over the world that stay here. Been doing it for a handful of weeks now, and uh, you know couples, single people, you know, just come through, and I, I, you know, take my, take the sheets to the, um, professional laundry person, I have a, you know, professional cleaner that comes in and cleans my place, and, you know, it's, it's cool, I meet some people, there's a lot of odd people that have come through here, so it's kind of hit or miss, but I just sleep on the couch and work from home during the day, it's pretty cool, um, I'm trying to think if, what the weirdest story that's happened. Yeah, I had uh, I had this Korean guy say he had a guest coming with him. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. So these two dudes end up staying, you know, in the bedroom, right? And I didn't really think much of it. Like, whatever, whether they're gay or not, it doesn't matter, I guess. I mean, yeah, it doesn't. I shouldn't say I guess. My brother's gay. Um... And there's no reason to be, you know, homophobic about it or definitely not discriminatory. But, um, 
I will say it was a new thing for me when they went into the shower together late at night and didn't come out for an hour and I just heard the water on. So that made me uncomfortable and that's probably something I just need to be okay with or get used to. And technically I couldn't do anything. I was kind of freaking out at first because it's like a new concept for me to grasp, um, uh, you know, happening in my household. But, um, what, what could I do? I mean, technically if I tried to like stop them or like interrupt and say, you can't do that. It's kind of like me overstepping my legal boundaries. Cause they rent, you know, they rented the place. They have the legal right to do whatever they want to do behind closed doors. So a bathroom is a private location as well as a bedroom. I guess I just had to deal with it. So yeah, kind of weird stuff like that has happened. I had another dude like come to New York solo, you know, by himself. And I, you know, gave him the keys or whatever he checked in. And then he just like wanted to hang out with me. You know, I'm like sitting in the living room watching football on a Sunday. And he just like starts drinking beer. You know, he brings a case of beer over and like wants to hang out in the living room and sit down next to me and shoot the shit and get to know me. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, why did you come to New York? Do you not have plans to do anything while you're here? So I couldn't tell whether the dude was hitting on me and wanting to hook up or something. Or I I don't know what the deal was, but I was extremely uncomfortable by this because none of my guests have been that friendly. Everybody comes to New York. They have a plan. I barely even see them, which is always great, to be honest. Um... And every night, this dude, like, would just, he would be at, around my apartment for multiple hours, and he would tell me, like, every, like, all his plans, and just, like, communicate with me. It's like, dude, I don't care to know anything that you're doing. Just kind of leave me alone, please. I, I didn't know how to say that politely, but I didn't, you're not paying for my friendship, bro. I know that sounds mean. Um, don't think I'm a jerk to these people, but I... I think you guys should understand that if you're running a place with somebody and they just want to hang around and talk to you the whole time, like you don't have something going on or you don't have a life. It's like, look, I, I call my friends or family when I want to talk to them. Like, I don't want you to just open up a case of beer in my living room while I'm trying to chill and, you know, want to get to know me. Like for what? I don't I think ultimately it felt weird because he probably was literally hitting on me because it was so out of place. So weird. All right. <clears throat> Anyway, did you watch Missouri football today? It was pretty awesome, wasn't it? Uh, I didn't watch it, actually. But I heard that Locke kicked butt. It's football season now. Got my fantasy teams. Been Got a couple of leagues. I've never taken it seriously before because, uh, you know, it's obviously objectifying football players. and It's stupid in comparison to <laughs> actually playing football. But at this point in life, I'm so far removed and so far away from football. I guess I can... I guess in some ways it it reattaches me to the game in a way that I wouldn't that wouldn't exist if if I at all I guess at this point if if I didn't have a reason to kind of stay tuned with it so I like that it at least keeps me in the loop with who's winning what players are doing well you know it keeps me interested it keeps me watching I've been following the New York Giants a little bit lately I actually really like Eli Manning he's just a likable person and, you know I got Odell Beckham on the team he's kicking butt for me cool cool hairdo you know. Um, if I was black, I would definitely experiment with that type of hair. Um, anyway, how about Gladiator, guys? Atrial God, right? All right, let's see. 
comedy. I don't know how much longer I'm going to do. I really want to move back to Missouri, to be honest, and buy a house. I tell everybody I want to buy a house and have three dogs and one little piglet, three little puppies and a piglet, and just have them run everywhere. As long as they don't shit in the house, I'll be happy. I don't care if they nibble on my fingers and toes and bite me and even draw blood every once in a while because that, that happened to me recently at a puppy store. The puppy actually bit me in a few different places and I was bleeding. And the, uh, the owner of the store was a typical New Yorker. He didn't even apologize for it. He's like, oh, I'll just put the dog away, huh? You know, it's like, it's up to me to be like, hey, your, your dog just drew blood. You know, like, I'm going to not sue you, but like, at least... I feel like there's something much more that I could have done, but I'm so nice. I'm like, I just, if you have any antibacterial uh, <laughs> wipes or something, I'll, I'll be fine. But yeah, dogs are cute, you know? They're just they're just teething, right? Gotta love them. Um, I'm like flying through my itinerary right now. It's like, I gotta get through my content, guys. Let's see here. I've been getting so many guests on Airbnb. I could literally have a new guest every night of the month if I wanted. I like having a guest stay for a few days, though, so then I don't have to change the bed sheets so often. It takes, you know, a little bit of effort and, you know, mop the floors or whatever. But I've been getting greedy with it, you know. It's like I can make so much money doing Airbnb. I don't even want to have real guests anymore. It's like, ah, my buddy or, you know, whoever wants to come visit me in New York is like, dude, you got to, I don't know, I got an Airbnb. I got, you're, you're taking up a night where I could be making over a hundred bucks, bro. So, you know, I don't even want to have chicks over anymore. It's like, oh, you want to have sex? Well, I got some Airbnb guests, you know, let's go back to your place. So, definitely inhibits that. Um, what else? Comedy. I have a, a caption that says the darkness of comedy. Yeah, I think, I think that's part of the thing that I don't like about comedy, right? It's like, Part of it is an illusion, part of it is real, um, part of it's left up to the imagination for everyone, which is what makes it intriguing, I think, and cool, but, I don't know, if, if everything dark eventually comes to light, I think people will realize that it's really not that glamorous, I mean, it's it's not where the heart is um, all the time, I think where my heart is, is eventually wanting a family, and kids, and puppies, and cats, and dogs, and some horses, and you know, I want to live on a farm in Iowa, literally. I, I would, if I met the right girl, I would settle down in, in either Missouri or a place like Iowa. I have a farm, maybe grow some crops, you know, have some kids. Uh, to me, that's, that's, that's real, you know, so, I don't know. Um, met this girl a while back. Actually, I talked about her on my podcast. I think I said, uh, whatever. Anyway, this girl, I saw her for the first time in a while last night and she like as I was saying bye like I wasn't even hitting on her and she like like gave me her number which was uh it's kind of weird when I'm not like out there prowling and like it comes to you like that you know like I guess everyone always says that you know when you don't try it comes to you but it's weird to actually see that come to fruition you can't like fake not try I guess you just it has to happen through na nature in a way you know you can't force not trying you can't like act like you're not trying I guess you can but didn't really work that way I literally wasn't trying I literally was saying bye and just being nice and uh she like forced her number into my phone it was kind of cool um 
So I don't know. I guess I'll have to experiment with that. Experiment with that a little more. Um, I, I've talked about everything I want to talk about. That's cool. I got two minutes. So what should I? Do? I got some guests that are out right now. I, I've been letting a lot of Kore- like not Koreans but Asians stay with me. Um, they're just like really clean and like they all have the culture where they take off their shoes too so it's like easy for me to ask hey do you mind taking off your shoes they're like yeah we, we do that at home too so it's like awesome I was trying to make a joke about it when I asked people because I don't want to be confrontational I'm like hey the only thing I ask is if you take off your shoes um, you know because New York is so disgusting and they always laugh you know it's like you gotta lighten it up a little one guy just like looked at me like I was an asshole when I asked him to take off my shoes so I didn't give him a bad review, but I, I really thought about it. You know, he was from France too, so I think uh, I think that had something to do with the fucking asshole. Um, anyway, shit, shit in my shit in my drawers, right? Um, you know, been I'm going to uh, I'm going to the New York Giants game next Sunday against the Niners, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, 49ers suck these days. You know, I grew up diehard Niner fan. I don't know what Kaepernick's deal is. Um, I'll tell you, I'll save that story for another day, but, um, I predicted it a few years ago when they lost, I think it was the Super Bowl, even though they came back the next year and won the NFC Championship. I knew that they were done after they, uh, they lost the Super Bowl, but the way he reacted to the loss, it wasn't the loss, it was the way he reacted the next day and the next week. Um, but we'll save that for another time. Anyway, uh, hope you guys are well. Love you all. Thanks for listening. Um, don't send any more penis pics. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny?